It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Can the Auburn Tigers really flip Alabama commit Perry Thompson? Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. The everydayers know him. He's Lindsey Crosby and joins us every single Monday here on Locked On Auburn. And boy, a weekend do we have to recap, my friend. All the buzz right now is about Auburn football recruiting. They pick up a huge commitment in Joseph Phillips. And later in the show, Lindsay, we will share five reasons why you have to love it and why it's such a big deal. But first things first, the bulk of the energy seems to be on can the Auburn Tigers really pull off the flip for Perry Thompson, who is a five-star wide receiver currently committed to the Alabama Crimson Tide. And Lindsay, it seems like a lot of Auburn folks think they can pull it off. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think his comments definitely help with that. He did a post-visit interview on Sunday, and he said that Auburn and Alabama were neck and neck, were 50-50. I don't have the exact quote, but he in essence said they were even. And he wanted to make his final decision. He had narrowed it down to those two schools, and he was making his final decision a week before his final season starts of high school. And we've seen Auburn under Hugh Freeze flip guys, right? We've seen taking a quarterback from Clemson, taking guys from from other SEC schools. But there's a difference in getting a flip from an old Miss, which we've taken guys from them, or a Clemson, and getting a five-star in-state that's committed to Alabama. Mm-hmm. And... One, I just don't think we've been in a position to even have a chance to flip a guy like that in a long time. Never mind possibly actually doing it. And it should make you very excited if you're an Auburn fan about this is how good the recruiting has improved in such a short time that we're even having a segment talking about flipping a five-star from Alabama. Right, yeah, and I'm glad you clarified five-star because Auburn did flip Martavius Collins, that fullback slash H-back. He may play tight end. We'll certainly see what his role is at the next level. He was committed to Alabama. He was one of the guys Walker White uh, called out when he was committing, decommitted, then later committed to Auburn. So, like, that is technically a flip. But he's a three-star guy pretty much across the board. This is different. I mean, Perry Thompson, one of the better wide receivers in in all of high school football entering this season. And so, you know, I, I think he's the type of commit that would bring some other guys possibly with him, and it would really put Hugh Freeze on the map. But look, this is another guy where you can kind of point to see, okay, he really likes Marcus Davis. I mean, Marcus Davis, the new wide receivers coach, um, I think some people were a little surprised when he was the guy, but all he has done since he's been the guy is bring in dudes through the transfer portal that have been like, yeah, this is a dude that's going to make the team better. And so now can he pull off Cam Coleman? Can he pull off the flip of Perry Thompson? Uh, we'll have to see Lindsay, but so far, so far, Marcus Davis has done everything the right way. Yeah, and you touched on something really important in there that I want to kind of pull out for people is 
he's the type of guy that brings other guys with him. There's not many recruits that will really move the needle as far as other people committing in your class. And obviously, quarterback is the biggest thing. You have Walker White, your quarterback. He's Walker White is one of those guys. Yeah, Walker White is one of those guys. Your quarterback is one of those guys. A five-star wide receiver who's seen as, I believe he's the number two player in the state, the number four wide receiver uh, and like a top 15 prospect nationally, that is the type of guy that you build a class around. That mm-hmm. is the type of guy that when players see that he has, and if this happens, if he flips, that's the kind of guy that you now will get interest from other recruits that you didn't previously had. And his sway, his influence will be enough to get other players to consider Auburn, open up their recruitment or change over to Auburn as well. So mm-hmm. it's, and there's very few guys like this. Right? It has to be a five-star. It has to be a game-breaking type of player. And that's what Perry Thompson is. And they rolled out the red carpet this weekend for for the visit to try to try to make this happen. Right. And this is a guy that's been committed to Alabama for almost a year, June 24th of last year. So we were coming up on, on kind of the one-year anniversary of when he committed Alabama. We've talked about this from the Auburn perspective. Alabama, I think, has had different experience with this than, than Auburn has lately, but it's hard to keep guys committed that long. That's kind of one of my concerns that I've had about Malik Autry. You know, Auburn's 2025 commitment. It's just hard to keep guys committed that long, and Auburn's kind of had some bad luck with that. But all of a sudden, you know, you, you look at Perry Thompson, who is a five-star for 247, a four-star everywhere else, but this kid from Foley, 6'3", 205, like I talked about it with, with our locked-on recruiting insider, um, Brian Smith, uh, a few weeks ago, and it's like it's hard to not compare him to Julio Jones because of his size, because of the impact that he commands when he's on the field, and, and also just you know he, he's from Foley. That that always kind of add you know a little bit of the comparison when you look at like where guys come from. So, um, you know, I, if I had to pick between the two, like I would rather have Cam Coleman, but I think there's a very real world, Lindsay, where Auburn gets both of them. And both of these guys come in with Walker White, and you have the chance to look at one of the best recruiting classes in Auburn history. Yeah, I mean, and if you bring in a guy from Foley, a guy from Phoenix City, both of them considered five stars, considered some of the best at their position. Sure. It's guys in the state. Position I mean, of need, too. Exact position of need. You bring them in with a quarterback. That is the type of class that wins, that gives, puts you in contention for championships, provided that everybody develops and... Like bringing in those two guys, having them in the same class on the field at the same time, this is going to sound like hyperbole, like I'm making a bigger deal out of this than it really is. But the first thing that I think of is Auburn having uh, Cadillac and Ronnie Brown on the field at the same time. Like that's the kind of impact that this could potentially have if you're able to bring in this trio of, of guys. Obviously, you have Walker White, you're working on the other two, but the visit from what I understand, went fantastic. Hugh did some really cool stuff to try to get Perry Thompson interested in Auburn and to get up on that list. Yeah, the the DK Metcalf thing, for those who missed it, it sounds like Hugh Freeze FaceTime DK Metcalf, who he coached at Ole Miss, who ultimately got drafted, and he's one of the best receivers in football now with the Seahawks. Uh FaceTime Metcalf and DK was uh, helping recruit him to, to go play for Freeze, which is really really cool and also shows DK's loyalty to Hugh and not necessarily to Ole Miss, which is also funny in its own right. 
Yeah, and I think the 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 big thing there is, I'm sure that that Harry's heard plenty of the Julio Jones comparisons. If that's something where he wants to kind of blaze his own path and not constantly be compared to Julio, yeah. Now you can see an avenue instead of going to the same school as Julio after coming out of the same town as Julio and having similar measurements. If he decides to go to Auburn, he can blaze his own trail and set his own legacy separate from Julio. Yeah. And bringing DK Metcalf in to talk about this is what Hugh did for me. Hugh got me to the league, et cetera, et cetera, kind mm-hmm. of plants that seed of you can be, you know, talked about as Perry Thompson, not as what you were in relation to Julio Jones. And I think that's, that's interesting. Point. That's interesting because if Perry Thompson or Cam Coleman come to Auburn, I think both of them will have a very high chance of having multiple thousand yard seasons in Hugh Freeze's offense, which then would make you probably the best. It puts you in discussion to be the best wide receiver in Auburn football history. I mean, it sounds kind of weird to say, but like that bar is lower than it probably should be. Like, let's just be honest here. Yeah. Um, but that'd be amazing. That'd be amazing. And so if that's important, if you want to leave a legacy, that's, that's certainly a way to do that. Joseph Phillips committed and really got the ball rolling when you talk about momentum. Because uh, Auburn, it seems like they've been putting in the work, but the commits weren't coming. And then Joseph Phillips got that rolling this past Thursday. Five reasons why it's a big deal. Coming up in just a moment right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. And Lindsay, you and I are recording this right after the Atlanta Braves swept the Colorado Rockies. And Atlanta tied for first in all of baseball with the best odds to win the World Series. A plus 430 tied with the LA Dodgers. And then uh, the Tampa Bay Rays right behind them at plus 480. If you believe in the Braves... You need to go over because that line may get less and less valuable over the course of the season with the way that they're playing right now. Scoring 40 runs in a weekend will definitely raise those odds probably. So head over to FanDuel. And uh, right now, it's back to $1,000. New customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. It's $1,000 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to join today. FanDuel is the official partner of Major League Baseball. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Lindsey Crosby, our Monday guest here. Five reasons why Joseph Phillips to Auburn is such a big deal. We'll just kind of go back and forth with this. But first and foremost is who you beat for his commitment. We just talked about Perry Thompson. You know, Not technically a flip, Lindsey, but it really kind of felt like it because the last three weeks leading up to his decision, all arrows around Joseph Phillips were pointing to Athens, Georgia, and Kirby Smart. And then, you know, the the night before he uh, he decided he was committing, you know, last Thursday, Wednesday night, a lot of the folks were in Georgia were like, oh, they lost this. And this is a guy that Georgia fans certainly, certainly wanted. They've kind of pivoted since then and act like they didn't, but that's crap. We all know that that is not true. And uh, the Georgia coaching staff really, really wanted Joseph Phillips. So to, to me, it's 
Hugh Freeze sending a message that he's not afraid to recruit against Nick Saban and he's not afraid to recruit against Kirby Smart. And oh yeah, he's going to win some of these battles. And that's more than what we've done at Auburn over the last decade, it seems like. And so all of a sudden, we've got some real momentum and we've got coaches that aren't afraid of the big two uh, programs of college football right now. Do you know how many defensive players Georgia's had drafted in the last two years? A ton. 13. So if this is a defensive player that Georgia really wanted, it's great to pull them away. And the thing that here, like the second reason, the thing that I think this is big is the fact that he's from Tuskegee. So, I mean, there are Tuskegee students who live in Auburn and just commute to Tuskegee. The fact that he's so close, he's in your backyard. Hugh Freeze not only beat one of the big boys for a good player, but he protected our backyard. It felt like, and I, I haven't said his name in weeks, and it, it pains me to do this. Oh. feels like Brian Harson did such a, put so much emphasis on protecting his backyard as in, Auburn High, and that's the only place he would go recruit because he didn't want an Auburn High player to slip out and go somewhere else. Hugh Freeze understands that it's more of a regional thing, and so Auburn's in contention for a guy out of Foley. Auburn's in contention for a guy out of Phoenix City, mm. and then Auburn is landing several, the guys. Several out of Phoenix City. Several. And then Auburn's landing the guys like Joseph Phillips from Tuskegee that are from right up the road that should be going to your school uh, anyway. And so there you go. That's the big deal. Yep. All right. So th that's the first two, three. Um, Joseph Phillips went back to help the, this staff recruit over the weekend. Very talented list of official visitors. Perry Thompson was the headliner, but Casey Poe was there. Several other guys were there. Um, sounds like Khalil House had a good visit as well. We'll talk about him more in just uh, in just a moment. But it sounds like my understanding is that uh, – Joseph Phillips went back and helped the staff recruit, which is awesome. You know, we've kind of talked about Walker White being the main like recruit recruiter, and all of a sudden Joseph Phillips has been committed for 24 hours, and he's uh, he's back on uh, on campus, which, like you said, is just a short drive down the road, and he's kind of helped making the pitch, like, hey, join me, let's let's really turn this thing around, which is which is awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's it's you feel a lot better about a recruit or a, a commitment a year out when you know that like they're actively trying to bring other guys to your school. That's not a guy right. that you're as worried about flipping last minute to a different school. Um, I think another big thing here is he, he could play in multiple different places yeah. in the defense, depending on how the physical development goes. It's something where you play like Auburn for the most part is gonna, we're assuming is going to play one Jack at a time. And so you're probably not going to see a bunch of guys in a class at Jack. You're going to see, you know, probably one headlining guy at Jack. Well, he's a Jack, he's an edge, but he wants to play some off the line as well. He can spend time at linebacker. Like he, he kind of understands that he needs to build the versatility to, if he wants to play on Sundays, he needs to be able to understand multiple assignments, do different, different kind of roles. And so you have a lot of options as far as do you bulk him up and put him down on the line? Yeah. Do you leave him as a jack? Do you take him into like a middle linebacker, you know, weak side linebacker kind of role? A lot of different options you have there for him. And I think that versatility is really important as you're still bringing in talent to, to flesh out this defense because you've 
kind of built it off of transfers right now, especially at Jack. So he yeah. gives you some some flexibility. Yeah, I'm interested to see what they tell him to do weight wise because he's six two two fifty across you know uh, his his bios on all the recruiting sites, and so like I don't know, I don't know if they want him. You can't play linebacker at 250 anymore. You just can't. No. You just can't. You can't. You're too much of a liability as far as like covering ground, unless you're just a very, very special player, which maybe he is, but there's just the closing speed at 250 is just not there when you have to cover linebackers and tight ends in space now. So I do wonder if they ask him to bulk up. We've kind of seen a lot of Hugh Freeze's Jack linebackers around 260. So they do they ask him to put a little bit more weight on? Or is he going to be a guy that you know they can blitz and send off the edge and stuff, but he's a true like Mike linebacker or a Will, like a weak side linebacker, and they ask him to get down to 230. I- I'm interested to see what that is. But right now, you know, I- you could do either with him. It just probably depends on what he specifically wants to do. So that- that's a great point. And then, you know, I-, I think he gives Auburn some real perceived momentum, right? I mean, we- we've talked about this before, how hard this Auburn staff has been recruiting, but the commits weren't coming. And, you know, was that, I don't want to say panic, but maybe concern, like, was it legitimate? Like, probably not, probably not. But it's like, all right, you're getting all these official visitors in. Like, when are they going to start popping? And he was a big one. And it sounds like a few more are going to come very, very soon. Heck, they might come by the time this comes out. But we had to record earlier in the day because it's Father's Day. But And we'll talk about some of those guys that it could possibly be in a second. But uh, I, I just love the perceived momentum with Joseph Phillips as well, Lindsay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's having these public commitments. Because sometimes you'll see guys who will commit, but it's a silent commit. They're doing something later, some sort of thing. Having the public commitments right before you have a weekend full of official visits definitely helps build that momentum because guys want to know, well, one, you need somebody to kind of take that plunge and be the first player that gets the ball rolling downhill. And so, like, coming out, and we can see all this hard work that they've been doing. I mean, there was the tweet the other day about Hugh Freeze talking about he hadn't really had time for golf yet. He was looking forward to playing some next week. Like, getting somebody to commit kind of shows hey they're doing all this work but it's paying off it's not just busy work it's not just going to the same school every friday night for 10 consecutive weeks because you know your son's sharing time at quarterback it's legitimately putting in work and getting recruits out of it and making your team better It, it helps the fans like guys like me feel better that this team is on the right track this program's on the right track as well as helps convince some of these players that, yeah, no, we're building something big. You want to go ahead and get in now while we still have spots. Yeah, so five reasons why Joseph Phillips was such a big get. Beating out Georgia, local kid, his effort in going back to recruit, versatility, and just that perceived momentum. All uh, all big reasons. Also just a really good player, too. There's no question about yeah. that. All right, who could be next? There's two names that everybody's kind of throwing out there. We discuss those in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked on College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked on College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
All right, Lindsay, I want to encourage folks to join the Locked Auburn Discord. It is free. All you have to do is click the link in the episode description down below. It's a great way to have access to me, to Lindsay, to Daryl, to Charlie Five, all the folks that hop on this show are members of the Discord as well. So just tag us. Happy to answer your questions there. All right, two guys that everybody's kind of looking at. And like I said, there's a chance they commit by the time we put their show up. And um, we'll discuss them more in depth on tomorrow's show if that's the case. But we'll start with Khalil House, who is a 6'4", 300-pound interior offensive lineman from Warner Robins, Georgia. And Lindsey, I, I just think when you look at this kid, who's a three-star pretty much across the board, which is fine, but is a guy that Ole Miss really, really wanted. And it's a guy from the state of Georgia, which is nice. I think Warner Robbins is a nice pipeline for Auburn. Uh, there's been several good players that come out of Warner Robbins. But just the size, uh, I mean, he, I think he makes Auburn's class better. And also interior offensive linemen don't typically get highly rated because it's kind of hard to highly rate interior offensive linemen. Yeah, I mean, he's got a, a good like a good group of Power 5 schools that have given him committable offers. It's not just old Miss, Mississippi State's on the list, Missouri's on the list, um, you know, then a bunch of other Power 5 schools. But to me, I think the big thing is you don't necessarily have a bunch of offensive line commits in that class. And so, again, being the first player to make the commitment, and then I trust the evaluation of this staff. We've seen them go out. They were able to get multiple offensive linemen out of the portal that are moving up in uh in competition level into the SEC from other schools, from non-Power 5 schools. Yeah. Uh, it's Offensive line is so hard to evaluate correctly, and it's nothing against the folks at 247 or on three or rivals or whoever it is, but I trust the staff's internal evaluations better than those sites. So, mm. like you said, kind of throw out some of the offensive line uh, uh, rating, player ratings and things like that. If they want him, I'm excited about it because, one, we obviously are going to need offensive linemen. A lot of the transfers that we have will either be on their final year of eligibility or done right. by the time his class comes in, as well as the fact that, like you said, Warner Robbins would be a nice pipeline. That's one of those uh, those areas of Georgia there in, there in uh, Houston County that puts out a lot of quality players, and it'd be nice to build some inroads there. And obviously, recruiting him means you're also building a relationship with the coaches and things like that. Yep. Also home of the great Jeffrey Whitaker, who we all love so, so much. Uh, yeah. And just, I mean, you mentioned it. He'd be the first offensive lineman as of right now to, to be a part of that class. And so, you know, I, I think the staff feels good about Casey Poe, which is a guy from Texas that I really, really like. And then also Jamison Riggs was in town this weekend. And it sounds like he had a really, really good visit as well. So I think adding all three of those guys would be huge on the offensive line, but Khalil House, be on the lookout for him. The other is Malik Blockton. He's a guy that I spoke about earlier in the show, or I guess probably like a week and a half ago. It was last Tuesday, I think. I think it was on a Charlie Tuesday where I talked about him. But um, one note that I wasn't aware of until after I did the show and so many of you guys messaged me, but this is Marcus Harris's brother, which I just missed in my, you know, watching tape and reading up on him. I just somehow missed that. So Malik Blockton is the younger brother of Marcus Harris, which obviously Marcus Harris is Auburn's defensive end slash defensive tackle. So there's some value with that. Blockton has a four, a four-star rating on rivals. He's a three-star everywhere else. So we'll see if that trends up, if more places give him a four-star. But yes, sir. 
the 247 composite as of this weekend now has him as a four star. So enough places have given him that four star to there push him over. Yeah. There we go. There we go. 247 still has him as a three, but the composite is now a four. Sure. Got it. Six three two fifty five. Pre- pretty much play defensive end and all the tape that I've watched him play. And just doesn't give up ground at the point of attack on the line of scrimmage, which is super, super nice. But it sounds like he is um, going to commit soon. So Malik blocked in another guy that um, should be joining this class in the next uh, the next few days, Lindsay. Yeah, listed as July 8th on some of the sites when you go out and look. And uh, is has... Uh, an offer from Texas as well. Went to visit them just, I think, just over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And he's from Pike Road. And so it's another guy. I mean, that's less than an hour away. Right. It's another area where this is defined to me as your backyard. I mean, Montgomery. Is, absolutely. Yeah. The Montgomery area. That is your backyard. I mean, the, I mean the, the program in town is Alabama State. But you you are... This is what you should be. You should be landing these guys. And so it's something where you have a connection family-wise, a guy that chose to come here that originally had gone somewhere else and chose to transfer here. Uh, it's in your backyard. Multiple reasons why Auburn should be landing Malik Blocked. And never mind the fact that he's a good player, obviously. Mm-hmm. It's, it's something, you know, 268 already. Uh, you, you feel like he has the ability, again, he can stay defensive ending, move defensive tackle, maybe a nose, depending on how he develops. Lots of options, lots of versatility. We definitely want to bring him in. Yeah, I think they want. I think I read somewhere they said they want to bulk him up and move him inside. So, played uh, played a lot of five technique. Uh, the tape that I watched, curious to see if they scoot him into play some four eye three technique, a little bit more of that during for his senior tape before um, before moving on to the college ranks. But we will see, which is kind of kind of what Marcus Harris is doing now. So. Yep. Um, makes sense. Makes sense. Anybody that's related to Marcus Harris, I want on the team. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, so exciting stuff should be coming over the next few weeks for Auburn recruiting so much more fun than a year ago. Lindsey Crosby, how can people check out everything that you've got going on, buddy? Uh, So all of the Auburn baseball coverage, auburndaily.com. I just posted a piece about some of the commitments we have, including a shortstop. Very exciting there Uh, for the, the minor league baseball stuff, which will matter for a lot of the Auburn baseball recruits uh, and and graduates who are now going to, to MLB, Lock right. and MLB Prospects, available wherever you get your podcasts, and for the Atlanta Braves coverage, bravestoday.com. You can find all of my written work at those places as well, auburndaily.com, bravestoday.com. And we will see you tomorrow. It's a Charlie Tuesday that will be filled with a lot of fun recruiting analysis. Stay tuned. This has been Locked on Auburn. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.